Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The OPA was warning, saying, we cannot unduly burden ratepayers. They really were uh, arguing for a snail's pace growth of renewables and energy in Ontario. And, and what we really got, ended up getting were the floodgates opened. That is Brian Hill, who uh, was blo- with Global News, who broke this story, and quite a story, one of the reporters on this story. Um, and the experts warned the liberals, don't do it, that what their decisions on the green energy would do is hurt everyday Ontarians. And, well, guess what? They ignored all the advisors and their expertise. Hydro, of course, is uh, one of the most important issues in this election. And Global News obtained 4,000 documents that reveal the Liberals were told time after time after time that they should roll their green energy policy slowly. That things like solar, windmills, they were too expensive and that if they just wait for the price to come down and roll it out slowly to avoid a flood of pricey green contracts that would overwhelm our markets and send our bills skyrocketing. If they just did it slower, it would be okay. But despite all those red flags, the liberals rammed it through and it cost us upwards of $10 billion more than it should have. So we bought the most expensive environmental toys at top price that essentially made green energy companies and a lot of investors extremely rich on everyday Ontarians' backs. And the guy in charge back then, George Smitherman, he knew this. He was told all about this. And the documents reveal that apparently he came up with his own narrative and his own facts about the costs. It would just go up a teensy, teensy, teensy little bit. Well, it was misleading to the public. And the PCs have been raising holy hell about this for years. And, well, now they've been proven right. Here is Vic Fideli uh, to talk about it. Yeah, that's really the shock. And, and, And what we saw from the Auditor General in 2011 was that the government actually chose the investors over protecting the pocketbooks of the consumers. Um, And that's got to be one of the most disturbing things. But don't forget, everywhere along the line, every vote that could be taken, the NDP supported the Liberals on every vote with respect to this uh, flawed Green Energy Act. And the NDP, in fact, will keep the Green Energy Act in if they get elected. The PCs have said that they would tear it up. Bottom line is... Green energy did not need to cost us this much, and we got robbed. And when you read the report, and I urge you all to read it, you will feel dirty after, and you'll look at this and say, it is just criminal. Let's bring in Tom Park into the conversation. He is with Post Media National Politics columnist. He is a regular here on uh, our stations, and of course, he always comes at it from a social democratic point of view. He joins me now. Tom, the documents speak for themselves, and it is not very pretty. Um, and the PC, have ma- they've made a lot of noise about this over the last years, and now it's confirmed, but it doesn't change the fact. Hydro is a mess, and it's going to be very costly for a very long time. Well, um, 
Yeah, and essentially what what's happened with the so-called fair hydro plan of the Liberals is that we're taking now uh, tax money that's mm-hmm. supposed to be going for things like healthcare and education, and diverting it over to subsidizing people's hydro bills, and the, the Conservatives agree with that. Well, they didn't. They didn't agree with the. No one really agreed with the fair hydro. It. Nobody really agrees with it. I, I don't know what they would have done if they had had it, but they will continue it. Um, the issue here, though, I think is uh, it's a, it's a tough thing because I think. The general analysis held by everybody is that there are a lot of these private power contracts for uh, some of them were for like solar, some of them were for gas plants, for a whole mix of types of energy production, that um, these companies were given an extremely lucrative agreement. And they weren't just um, lucrative for one year, they were 20-year contracts. And if you look at other places where they privatized their hydro production or their electricity production, like Alberta, they have a spot market for this thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, there is an actual market, but this was done, uh, as your report shows, contrary to the advice of the ministry officials, the experts, uh, to, to have these longer-term uh, contracts, which were at a very, very um, rich price. So, I mean, it would be like buying the first model of the Tesla at the most expensive price, even though you know in time, if you just wait a little bit, bit till the kinks are worked out, you can get it in a much more reasonable price, which that begs the question, sure. which begs the question, what was the rush? Uh, what was the rush? Um, you know, I would suspect that uh, because I saw a little bit of this in district politics was a lot of the rush was a frenzy of uh, lobbyists who saw an opportunity to make a lot of money for their clients. Right, which then begs the question, like, it's almost criminal what has happened here. I mean, the billions, yeah. And and here's the problem I think we've got, Alex, and and this is not, you know, a a problem that the PCs or the NDP are going to be able to deal with easily. We have these contracts with these private power producers that are extremely generous uh, and are 20 years. Now, some of them will come due, uh, and then we can move to a different system. Some, we don't, nobody knows what the contracts are. Those are confidential commercial information. They're inside the ministry. Nobody has seen them. Uh, when a new government comes along, they can look and see whether there's any outs for these contracts. But the, the tough challenge is that the pricing, the cost, mm-hmm. the inflation mm-hmm. that was dumped into the system mm-hmm. has become baked into our bills. Sure. And, and that $40 billion dollar artificial subsidization Correct. of getting the bills down, that's just going to keep going up. So it's actually not... Uh, it's going to end up costing somewhere between 40 to 90 billion dollars. But, you know, between the the NDP and the PC party, there's two plans. One is to buy back hydro, uh, which experts say is not really doable. But the PC plan would, you know, cancel the Green Energy Act. And, and if they could get out of contracts, they would. But the NDP won't get out of the Green Energy Act. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I think that okay, a couple points here. I don't know why people would say that you can't buy back uh, the, the Ontario electricity grid. Um Companies do share buybacks. They they take public companies private all the time. I think Burger King did a big share buyback where they took a subsidiary into their own company recently. Uh, so this is not abnormal, uh, and it would be paid for the revenue stream of the dividends. That's all costed in their plan. I think currently the government owns a forty about forty seven percent share. So why not why not scale it back a little bit instead of saying six to eight billion to buy the whole thing back? Why not just at least buy enough? to buy the share of control back because well, that, that would make sense that would i think I, and i haven't plotted out i haven't plotted out you know exactly how quickly at the share price and related to the dividends that the, that majority control could get established but certainly that would be you know a major step to get to that 
maybe that could be done in four years or five years. I, 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 could, I'm, I can't provide any expertise, but I, I think it's important that we get our hydro grid under control because a private monopoly for a hydro grid is a bad idea. Now, on, on the green energy side, you know, uh, yeah, we saw um, solar contracts. The, the Auditor General pointed this out. Um, you know, this feeding frenzy of lobbyists resulted in, in, in solar contracts that were uh, far, 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 far above mm-hmm. market rates. Right. So how do we get out of bad contracts? And that is, um, is going to um, – I mean, some people say that we should use legislation to override those contracts. Well, if there was anything nefarious done, and I think given what we're learning in these documents, it's not a bad idea for whomever gets into power to say, you know what, we're actually going to look into this or have an inquiry or some kind of committee to look into this. And if deals were made that were in bad faith and it gives us, you know, at least some answers and possibly the opportunity to get out of these contracts, I think it's worth it on principle alone. Well, it, it does. I mean, if you say bad faith, and that's, I think, a key, key idea here. If, if, if we go around, if as a province, uh, we go around canceling contracts with businesses for no good reason, except that we, you know, we just choose to, that's kind of a bad sign to the business sector. But if, if, in fact, there was a kind of a collusion or a bad faith negotiation going on and everybody knew it was a scam, um, that's a different thing. But you really got to be able to, I think, to, to, to be able to be a, a government that is respected to be able to show that difference to business people. So that's why I think we're seeing reluctance from both the NDP and the PC to say too much yet about what we can do about these contracts because nobody has yet seen them and nobody has yet seen all the emails and, and the all books. the briefing notes. Right. Yes, that, that, that all, the, all the interchange that led to the, the signing of these, of these extremely lucrative contracts. But George Smitherman, who is named several times in these documents, I mean, he owes an explanation as to how on earth they could get away with making up a narrative and, and pushing this through, knowing full well that it would hurt everyday Ontarians. Well, and I think, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think there's, a, there's another point that has to be made to those who are your listeners who consider themselves environmentalists and want to clean the electricity grid is that, you know, they really sold out the green energy agenda. Yeah. Because uh, if you want that kind of thing, uh, there's nothing that's made a bigger disgrace yeah. of trying to move to clean energy than, than this system, this privatized system that overpaid businesses um, through this, you know, rush to sign contracts. Right. So, it- you know, people especially, I think, who come from an environmental point of view would want to see this thing delved into and fixed because, uh, you know, we all know that eventually we have to go more that way. Um, but it's not going to help the cause no. to, to lead like this. Yeah, it just makes people very angry, and it Absolutely. turns people off the cause. All sure. right, Tom, i got to leave it there. Take care. Tom Parkin. You can read him in Post Media, National Luck, a politics columnist. You can also hear him on the radio. Usually all of us yelling at each other on Global News Radio.